one thing that really blew my mind when I came across it was that men's preconception health actually affects the development of the placenta more than what even women are doing, which is just wild to me. Via epigenetics and that signaling, men's sperm and overall semen quality is really affecting that health and development of the placenta. I'm Luke Story. I'm Christine Loria. I'm Natasha Kingsbury. I'm Angie Check. I am Dr. Aaron Eugene McMorrow. I'm Ben Joseph Stewart. I'm Bliss Young. I am Dr. Jacob Egbert. I'm Kyle Kingsbury. I'm Lily Nichols. I'm Mark Groves. I'm Sarah Gustafson. I'm Jesse Golden. I'm Dr. Stuart Fishbein. I'm Marin Green. I'm Kelly Brogan, MD. Hi, this is Kimberly Ann Johnson. Je m'appelle Rick Safris, et c'est le podcast du Gidecolo. Hello, I'm Paul Check, and this is the Holistic OBGYN Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's the 11th of January, and you're going to be hearing from Ayla Barmer. She is the brains behind Full Well Fertility. She's an MSRD, LDN. And she oversaw the creation of and the manufacturing, the whole quality control process of my favorite prenatal vitamin on the market, Full Well Fertility. Ayla and I have become friends because I had been really felt kind of out of sorts when I looked at all of the prenatal vitamins on the market when my wife and I were pregnant. In our second pregnancy, we didn't take any prenatal vitamins, but that was before we found Full Well. And had we decided to have a third baby, we would have gone with Full Well throughout. So Ayla's very well-versed in this space. She's not just a business person, although she's quite good at that as well. She's an MS, an RD, LDN. She oversees the whole manufacturing process of her product lineup, which is not just the prenatal vitamins. There's also a men's virility vitamin. I include both of those in my PRP fertility package. They also make a fish oil and a Nourish Nerves tonic. Actually, all four of the products are in my PRP package because I love them so much. What's unique about the best prenatal vitamin on the market, Full Well's prenatal vitamin, is that you're getting bioavailable nutrients. You're getting folate, not folic acid, folate, B12. You're getting chelated minerals. You're getting extra magnesium, extra choline, and extra calcium, all to support healthy conception, pregnancy, and then postpartum recovery. So this vitamin should be taken as soon as you begin your conception journey. When you and your partner say, I think we want to have a baby, you go to fullwellfertility.com. I have a code, Beloved10. You save 10%. Get all of their accoutrements. You and your partner start taking the daily vitamins. You're going to have an easier time getting pregnant. You're going to have an easier pregnancy without complications. And when you don't have complications, you can exercise your full autonomy. And you're going to recover more quickly postpartum. Your baby's going to be well-nourished throughout. It's one and done. It's great. But if you go and get just any prenatal vitamin, not only you're not going to get enough of the nutrients that you need, because a lot of them, like, they can't push enough choline into their vitamins in a, in a little gummy bear. You just can't do it. It's a huge molecule. So what Ayla and her team have done is created a very simple formula for you to get the most nutrition, and you're not going to be getting all the other junk. They use third-party testing to make sure that there's no harmful contaminants like heavy metals, BPA, phthalates, glyphosates. There's no artificial food coloring, none of those toxic red 40 or whatever. None of that stuff's in there. They're all non-GMO, GMP certified. I love this product lineup. This conversation is long overdue because Ayla's also a specialist in fertility. 
from the preconception phase, this is where Ayla shines. She has an entire practice in Boston, which she talks about in the interview. And this is her jam. This is what she does. She is a mom herself. And she has put out the best product out there. So on top of a healthy lifestyle, this is your insurance policy to make sure that you and your baby and your partner are as healthy as can be from conception all the way through postpartum. You're going to love this interview. And of course, we can't do this show without our sponsors. Full Well has graciously sponsored this episode, along with a couple other incredible brands. BirthFit is one of my favorites. BirthFit provides an online platform for you to get pregnancy and postpartum specific coaching. If you go to any gym out there and you say, I'm pregnant, I want to work out, they're going to put you through the same regimen. They might even say, hey, you shouldn't exercise because they're just not familiar with pregnancy. But if they do want to put you through a routine, they're going to put you on the same routine that that dude over there who's 26 with boulder shoulders is on. They might just adjust the weight or whatever else. They don't really know how to customize your coaching. That's where BirthFit comes in. BirthFit does all the customization for you. You're going to balance your nervous system. You're going to do some general strength and conditioning. You might just work on breathing and pelvic floor exercises. This is the whole package, comprehensive prenatal package, if you're looking to optimize your lifestyle in pregnancy. And for listeners of the show, if you enter code BELOVED at birthfit.com, you're going to get one month free access to their B community, which is a community built by women for women like you who have questions and concerns and want advice from the lens of a healthy lifestyle as to how they can optimize the course of their pregnancy, their birth, and into the postpartum period. So go to birthfit.com, use code BELOVED, and you'll get to check out the B community. I can't recommend this enough because not only do you get access to a forum of other people like you with the same questions in the same phase of life as you, they're also going to bring in renowned speakers twice monthly for you to check out in webinar style. Just check out what's going on in the world and to educate yourself if that's what you're into. I certainly am. I think you're going to like it. Go to birthfit.com, use code BELOVED, and you can check it out for one month free. Of course, we also have Immune Intel AHCC. They have been so generous to continue sponsoring us. They make this incredible compound that is made from the mycelia of shiitake mushrooms. Normally, you think about the fruiting bodies. That's the part that sticks above the ground, like you see them in your grass in the spring when it's rainy and warm. You get these little mushroom fruiting bodies that come up, and everybody talks about those as the magic, and there is a lot of magic there. But under the ground, you have this mycelial network, which is connecting everything in the biosphere to one another. It's like the original internet. And what happens when you take this compound, HCC, which is active hexose correlated compound, I hope I'm getting that right, <laughs> it's a mouthful, is that it stimulates your immune system and connects it better to one another. So you get an increase in your NK cells, your T cells, and you get a better interconnectivity of those immune cells so that your immune system is working on all cylinders. It also indirectly helps to balance out your nervous system, your adrenals, which is critical. Those two systems, your immune system and your adrenal system, they work hand in hand. So when you start taking this, you'll find that your body fights off infections better. You're able to learn from these viral messengers that are coming in from the outside. Instead of you being stuck in bed for a week with the flu, you may find that you're actually like bouncing right back. It's because your immune system is working on all cylinders. And what's really special about Immune Intel HCC is that it has been clinically demonstrated to help clear persistent HPV. What normally happens at your doctor's office is you get an abnormal HPV screen, right? Maybe it's a normal pap, but the HPV is positive. Okay, so they want to recheck it in six months. It's still there. Hmm. Now they're getting concerned. 
Six months after that, now you have abnormal cervical cells. That's on the pap smear. So this persistent HPV, we know in a large number of women who develop cervical cancer, that persistent HPV is what leads to the cervical dysplasia, meaning the abnormal cells that eventually develop into cancerous tumors. With immune intel AHCC and some other lifestyle modifications, which it's my entire practice, you can clear HPV. And if you can't, at least you've laid down healthier soil so that if you go through treatment for early cervical dysplasia or even cervical cancer, you're going to have a much better response to that. If you want to try Immune Intel AHCC, I mean, this is like such a natural alignment between me and this brand. I want you to go to themedicine.com. That's T-H-E-M-E-D-I-C-I-N.com slash products. It's in their medicine cabinet there. Enter code BELOVED, you'll save 10% on this incredible product. You don't even need to do this every single day for the rest of your life. If you have HPV, try it for two to three months and see what the results are on the repeat screen. Let me know how the results go. If you have any other immune dysregulatory issue, an autoimmune condition, for example, like endometriosis, if you have Crohn's, if you have, I don't know, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, eczema, I mean, there's so many autoimmune conditions that we in the United States suffer from. See if this improves your symptoms. Try it for two to three months and just see how it goes. Are you having less flare-ups, less intensity of the pain or the itchiness or the swelling, whatever it is? Try it out, themedicine.com slash products. Use code BELOVED. You'll save 10% on Immune Intel AHCC. Can't recommend them enough. All right, next up is Organifi. I'm so grateful to have them as sponsors as well because I use their products on the daily. You always hear me talk about green juice in the morning, red juice in the afternoon, and then their gold latte, whether it's their pumpkin spice in the fall, their chocolate gold in the winter. That's still available, by the way, but their gold latte through and through is one of my favorite things to drink at night. I haven't talked, though, about their balance. So their balance is meant to help balance out your digestive system and indirectly your immune system. Remember that around 70 to 75% of your immune system, those all those cells that are circulating, looking for bad guys, trying to get the bad out, heal tissues, etc., 70 to 75% lives in your gut, in gut-associated lymphatic tissue. So when your gut goes out of order, your immune system goes out of order, you develop autoimmune conditions, etc. It's through leaky gut. It's a, it's a whole thing. So they've made this incredible product. And if you're like me, we're like post-holidays. I did not do my best over the Christmas and New Year's time. I want to get my gut back in order. So you take one packet of their balance per day. It's going to optimize your daily digestion. And when you optimize your gut, you're able to absorb more nutrients from all of that expensive food that you're investing in. And of course, you're promoting a stronger immune system. So in this, you're going to find a whole blend of probiotics. We're not talking about just lactobacillus acidophilus, although that's included. We're talking about lactobacillus paracasei, saccharomyces boulardii, lactobacillus rhamnus, and bacillus coagulans, just to name a few. And then once you've restored that balance of good and bad bacteria in the gut, there's also some prebiotic fibers added, inulin and prebiotic powder, a proprietary blend at Organifi. It's going to get your gut working better. You're going to be better nourished. You're going to recover better. You're just going to overall feel better when your gut's working great. So if you want to try this out, go to Organifi.com slash Beloved. You save 20% on their balance. And while you're there, pick up some green, some red, and some gold. You're going to be set. It's a new year, new you. Let's start it off right. Go to Organifi.com slash Beloved. You'll save 20%. All right, there is one more sponsor, but I'll tell you about them midway through the episode. For now, I've spoken enough. Let's get into my conversation with the one and only Ayla Barmer. 
Ayla Barmer, welcome. Welcome to the Holistic OBGYN Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I've uttered the name of your company so many times in the past six months for very, very good reason. Full Well Fertility is my go-to. I'm not saying that just because you help support the podcast. It is the only brand that I recommend to any of my clients. I take the men's virility vitamin myself just to get some extra nutrition in my life. And so we're going to be talking all about your product lineup. You make four incredible products, all of which are included in my fertility package. They're going to be included in a variety of other products that I have coming out in the future. So I'm really, really happy to be speaking with the queen herself of Full Well Fertility. So maybe start by telling people, what's your background? How did you get into this? And what sets this product lineup apart from the competitors? Yeah, so... It's funny to be in this business now and where I am, given where I've been, I guess. You know, so my background is a registered dietitian. I always say that's more of my conventional training is as a registered dietitian. But beyond that, I've spent years training in integrative and functional medicine, herbalism, women's health, fertility specifically. Most of my career has been spent in private practice. And I've maintained a private practice, Boston Functional Nutrition, for a little over 15 years now where I specialize in fertility. And so I've seen individuals and couples throughout the years for fertility. And really what Fullwell was born from was a need that I saw in the practice. My intention with it was to design a formula that one, really met the evidence and the research and what I was seeing was needed for the amounts of nutrients that really should be in a prenatal multivitamin, as well as bioavailable forms. So forms that could be utilized easily by the body, tolerated well. And so, you know, there were some okay formulas on the market, but nothing that really, really fit the bill. And I was just surprised by a lot of the shortcuts that were taken around forms of nutrients, going for cheaper ones that were not as, you know, well tolerated and bioavailable and things like that. You know, there was formula drivers for really creating our hero product, which is our prenatal multivitamin. But I also really wanted to get someone as a practitioner who had been using supplements in practice for a while and not getting all of the information that I really wanted, the transparency from the companies I was working with. I really wanted to get behind the curtains of the supplement industry and really understand, okay, how is this produced? I want control over all aspects of this so that I can do the testing that I really want to see happen on anything that I recommend that I take myself or recommend to my patients, you know? And so that was really important to me too, was to get some control over exactly what was going on. And I've kept, you know, really that ethos with the brand in that we are very transparent with our testing results. We make all of that available, you know, upon request. And I think that's really important for anything that you put in your body. And I should just back up and say, you know, really, I'm a real food first, you know, dietitian. I always will believe in the power of food first. And, you know, ideally, that's where we're getting our nutrition from. But and I'm sure we'll get into talking about this. We're living in modern environments that put a lot of additional pressures on our body. There's soil depletion. There's so many reasons why supplements, especially in this stage of life, which is the preconception through postpartum, you know, reproductive years, why we need more support. So that's how Full Well was born. And I really think of it as a fertility wellness product and education brand. So we really try to provide a ton of education. That's my passion. I have a master's in health communication and really provide a lot of education and context for how do you fit these products into your life, into a healthy lifestyle. Right on. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody in the right mind would agree with that. You and I in, you know, peddling these quackadoo supplements, you're just trying to get rich off of this and that. My main platform is, listen, we can't polish an unhealthy lifestyle with even the best vitamins. It's not possible. However, given that our food sources from the plants that we grow in unhealthy soil to the cows and other ruminants that eat those plants, including grass, to us who is ultimately butchering a cow, eating its organ meats, etc. It doesn't matter how well you try to polish it up, whether you call it biohacking or supplements or whatever else, you need to start with that healthy foundation. And then when we add on a vitamin, I want to go into the store and see a vitamin that doesn't have a bunch of extra stuff that actually has the nutrition that I need or that my partner needs. If we were trying to get pregnant, we're not going to be doing that anymore. And I wasn't able to find it myself. I really wasn't, including in the fish oil category and everything else. So I was really, really happy to find your products. And I think it's important to name the company Full Well Fertility. Because fertility does not stop whenever you get pregnant. Now you've got a baby growing in there. Actually, now we need to ramp it up. We actually need to further polish everything else. It's not that you're out of the weeds once you get pregnant. So fertility is a continuum. Optimal fertility also reflects optimal pregnancy and pregnancy outcomes. So this is a really great product lineup. You mentioned bioavailability, and I know one nutrient that we have to talk about is folate. I just think it's critical because of all the people that are calling me a Jamoke on TikToks and the social media and all that. Folate <laughs> is the one that just seems to razz people the most. So I have all of your vitamins here, all of your products, your dihydrotetra. I mess it up every single yeah, time. Yeah, the five tetrahydrofolate. Five tetra, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Methyl tetrahydrofolate. See, I even messed it up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So we're talking about folate versus folic acid. Both of these are technically there is some degree of biosynthesis, but mm-hmm. folate is far closer to the real thing. Your body actually will utilize folate versus folic acid. It has to convert folic acid through a variety of other steps, which is why many people, including people who are carriers of any variant of MTHFR, there's another one I mess up a lot, which is a genetic polymorphism, a mutation in which you're not able to metabolize folate appropriately. And therefore, you either need high, 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 high doses of folic acid, or you need to take a different type of folic acid supplement. And I only recommend folate to everybody. So why is this so controversial? And what can you offer people who are confused? I have so much to say about this. And in fact, I know you've had Lily Nichols, a good friend and colleague of mine on this show before, and her and I did such a deep dive into the literature and put together a two plus hour webinar for health practitioners through our Women's Health Nutrition Academy. And I mean, over a hundred hours of literature review, because we really wanted to pull together everything to really talk about this, because for some reason, it does remain this extremely controversial issue. And some of it has to do with industry interests. But I think a little bit of the background really helps to understand like where we're at with folate and why there is some controversy. I mean, in the late 90s, there was a public health initiative to start fortifying the food supply. And folic acid, a synthetic form of folate, was designed to be a far less expensive option for the food manufacturers to add to the food supply. So it was an affordable option to meet that public health effort. And so that's kind of how folic acid came to be. And the idea was fortify the food supply to try to build women's levels before they conceive, you know, because as you know, you know, the neural tube really closes around week five of pregnancy and folate is not the only nutrient, but it is a key nutrient that helps 
support normal neural tube development. And so week five of pregnancy could be before, you know, someone even knows they're pregnant. And so we really need good folate status preconception to help prevent, you know, pregnancy complications like that. And so it made sense as public health initiative and certainly with natural forms of folate, like methylfolate, folinic acid being literally a thousand times more expensive than folic acid, that was cost prohibitive is really one of the reasons why I think drove coming up with the synthetic alternative folic acid. Now, when they studied it, and one thing we know and you see in the research is that folic acid is actually absorbed really well in the intestines. And so it looks like it's doing its job, right? Because you're going to see it circulating in the bloodstream, you know, if, if you're measuring folate. And to some extent, because there's a varying degree of genetic capability, right, to metabolize folic acid in the general population based on that SNP and the enzyme production that, you know, some people do well with it. You know, they've seen over the years some benefit of this public health initiative, right, for neural tube defect prevention. However, what has been studied and hasn't been part of the conversation is what happens to all of that folic acid that isn't metabolized, right, that right. our body can't properly deal with. And that's called unmetabolized folic acid. And I know I'm getting like a little bit high level here, but I think this is so important because if you really want to see the research, if you really want the evidence, you know, you do a PubMed search for unmetabolized folic acid and there you go. Like you can see all of the research around the negative impact that that has on the body and the risk and the issues that we see with that. And so I think, you know, regardless of whether or not you've got a polymorphism in your MTHFR gene, no matter what, folate is going to be the better choice. I mean, it's worth mentioning that over 80% of the folate we find in food is methylfolate. And the other 20% is a mix of other forms, none of which are folic acid. Folinic acid, calcium folinate is another one. There's lots of different ones. So why wouldn't we use what our body can readily use, doesn't produce a nasty byproduct, is found naturally in the food supply? The only downside is it is significantly more expensive. Right. So you, you see, we see a lot of pushback, <laughs> you know, in yeah. the medical community, surprisingly a little bit, but definitely you know, at large with using anything other than folic acid, because there's a lot of industry interest, frankly. There is. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be like, it's a conspiracy. They just want your money. It's just the reality of economics. Like yeah, a lot of people yeah. have not actually become accustomed to investing a big portion of their expendable income on their own health. That's not blame or shame. It's just the reality. Like it's hard to afford to live nowadays. So why wouldn't you go with a cheaper option? And the industry is just meeting that demand. Fine. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest that we would probably be better off. We'd have a lot less neural tube defects. We'd have a lot greater, let's just say, better folate repletion if we were using different compounds. And this is just the way that science is going. I think it's slowly going to catch up to that. But in order to illustrate this, I know it was a little bit high level, but I'm so glad you did because I want everybody to appreciate just how complicated this is. This isn't right or wrong. There is so many steps along the way. And if you don't believe me, go type in Google folate metabolism biochemistry or something and go to Google images and look at the diagrams that come up. There is at least 50 cofactors for this whole process. It's not just folate, but folate is a primary driver of a lot of these circle things you're going to see on there. And I'll also add that you know what we used to study in chemistry and biochemistry and organic chemistry was something called stoichiometry, where you have a lot of this and there's a pathway whereby that lot of option A 
is converted to option B by virtue of there being a lot of option A. And then when option B accumulates, there's enzymes that convert that to option C. So from A to B to C, you have this gradient. Well, what happens if you can't convert A to B and you see, oh my gosh, there's a deficiency in B. What do we do? We can supplement with B, but we're still left with all of that A that hasn't been metabolized. So that's what you were just trying to describe. And that's an important thing to remember is that it's not more is better. It's are these pathways running smoothly? And where along that pathway could we do some fine tuning to make sure that you're getting the optimal nutrition and optimal performance, which is really sort of the essence of functional medicine. So I'm really glad that you have that background as well, because you're thoughtful about the whole system here, not just there's a deficiency, give the answer. Because if you were to do that in somebody who's folate deficient, you may not actually get a benefit from folic acid. And you may be one of the 40 to 60% of people that doesn't have one of these continuous looping biochemical pathways that's actually functional. So I do think it was a really nice explanation. That's right. And just to add to that too, I mean, one of the things that you're mentioning, and I see this a lot, is to try to compensate for any lack of metabolism by doing these like mega doses of folic acid. That's being seen pretty frequently. And we've just got to really keep in mind what happens to these byproducts that cannot be metabolized, you know, and are we just trying to push, push, push a pathway to get enough folate, but at what expense, right? So that's, I think, really critical. And it just brings me back. I mean, I'm so born for the nutrition world and just kind of a total nerd because I always liked, you know, my biochemistry classes in college, it was like, I would just like get like these big poster boards out and colored markers (laughs) and like just do the pathways. And it's connecting things. I remember those days. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just love. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about fertility. Let's talk about how we might utilize your product lineup. I certainly talk about it quite a bit, but I'd love to hear from you. What is your approach to fertility since that is you know, your specialty at your Boston practice? Let's talk a little bit about fertility, about nourishing the body, about optimizing your performance, so to speak, at the cellular level in order to make sure that your chances of conceiving naturally or even maybe having a successful IVF go yep. are optimal. Yep. Yes. So in my mind, fertility is such an exciting area to work in and something that I've always loved because of the profound impact that individuals can have over their own health, but also the health of future generations, you know, so think your family into the future, which is so important. And it so it goes so far beyond just a positive pregnancy test, even though in the immediate, I recognize how important that is, you know, as well. So it's really when I think about fertility, I think about the whole preconception period from three months, you know, prior to conceiving to six, nine, 12 months. If you think, you know, that a family is on your mind, on your radar, then there's really never too soon to be focusing on nutrition and lifestyle because everything that you're doing in that preconception period, both women and men, and it's worth really making sure to point that out as I know you do as well, that subfertility, infertility is not a women's health issue. It is also a men's health issue. It is collectively both. (laughs) And so that piece is really important. So both women and men need to prepare, you know, for pregnancy as best they can by nourishing their body. And for me, what that means is not restrictive. Yeah, It's a lot of just adding, adding, adding. It's a time where we know there's going to be great demand for nutrients, for nourishment. And so it's a time to just really be focusing on getting in lots of antioxidants, micronutrients, and supporting your body in that way. And so this is where I think supplementation 
does come in really, it's very strategic, you know, is a way to help maximize that nutrient density during such a critical stage of life to help, you know, make conceiving easier, but also to make the health of the pregnancy better and ultimately postpartum recovery better and health of the baby over the long term. And you as parents, you're about to like jump into the deep end here. Like, let's get it. Let's get things fine-tuned now before you even conceive because your adrenals, your liver, your kidneys, your gut, your nervous system, everything is going to take a huge hit. It's just a part of the deal. Like, that's what you sign up for when you have a screaming baby for the first three years of their life. So let's start working on this now so that you don't end up falling in a hole and you can't get out, you know, 18 months into this child's life. So I think that's a really, really good jump-off point. So you make a men's virility vitamin. Where do I have it here? So men, you're responsible for subfertility 40 to 50% of the time. That's what our best data shows. And I will add that a normal sperm count nowadays is as low as 15 million per ml. It used to be probably 50 to 100 was like the low end of normal. We're talking like you probably used to be 200 to 300 million perhaps per ml. I don't know because we weren't actually looking at semen analyses back then. But over the past 10, 20, 30 years the data suggests that sperm count is dramatically dropping. And I think part of it is we're not nourished enough due to all the reasons we've talked about. I think we're carrying our cell phone pockets right next to our gonads. I think that doesn't help. I don't think we're getting enough sleep. I think we're overly worked. I think we're exercising too much. I think there's quite a bit going on in the adrenals. But to start, why don't we just start by taking the cell phone out of the pocket and maybe start working a little bit on diet. So what do you suggest for men who want to start maybe getting some whole food sources before they start, you know, taking the insurance policy from your company? Yes. So for men, one of the most important things, and this is actually true for both women and men, but I'm going to say maybe in particular for sperm are antioxidants. So sperm cannot repair their own membrane. So once they're damaged, they're damaged, you know, and a damaged kind of sperm can affect morphology, overall count viability, right? And whether or not you'll be able to conceive, fertilize the egg, right? But also normal embryo development and the signaling that's happening, you know, to baby and it affects the health of the pregnancy in a number of ways that we can get into. So, you know, sperm really are very sensitive to what's called oxidative stress. And it's one of the reasons why I think all the reasons that you mentioned, they're probably contributing to a decline in male fertility. I absolutely agree with. I think I would just also add that we've got a lot of environmental exposures, you know, I mean, totally. that's just the reality, you know, from pollution to, you know, plastics and air fresheners. And I mean, you name it, it's just our environment you know, has a lot more chemicals in it than it ever did before. And so our body has to, to process that. And that requires antioxidants. That requires nutrients too, actually. Yeah. Another great diagram to Google is like liver detoxification. You can just see how many nutrients are required just for that to happen. And so how I think about fertility in general, and get back to your main question here, but how I think about fertility in general is where are resources being prioritized Mm, over fertility, mm -hmm. because that really is our body doing what is designed to do, you know, and help us survive first, right? And we're going to divert those nutrients and antioxidants to what our priorities are. And so we've got to really, especially for men, we've got to flood the body with the right stuff, you know, really flooding the body with antioxidants. So I love to really focus on fruits, vegetables, produce, right? good sources of protein as a way to give the body some of that right stuff to help protect reproductive health, protect sperm. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you for that. By the time that this episode airs, this program will have launched. We'll be talking sometime in January. Hopefully that's when you're listening to this right now. So I can put my powers of clairvoyance into action here. I think we're going to be in January and I have this program, the Patience, Reverence and Presence Fertility Program, in which a person who buys it gets all four of your products. And these are couples that have generally, they want to stave off the path to IVF but they've already really feel like they've kind of exhausted their resources otherwise. And the OBGYNs are just saying, hey, we just got to do IVF now. Like, let's get you in tomorrow and start <laughs> harvesting eggs or whatever. And so a part of their packages, they get all of these vitamins, but also we work on the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. We try to get the toxicants out of their body. I say toxicants because those are really the things from the outside that cause dysfunction in our body. Ayla, we're going to take a very, very brief pause. I'll be right back, okay? We can't do this podcast without our sponsors. The last one is Bioptimizers. I talk a lot about their magnesium breakthrough. Everybody talks about magnesium. It's helpful for sleep and this and that. Yes, it's helpful to have adequate magnesium. In pregnancy, your magnesium needs go up significantly, which is why Fullwell, as I mentioned, they include extra magnesium in their formula compared to almost every other prenatal vitamin out there. By Optimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough, I keep coming back to it in my ad reads because I keep finding additional reasons to use it. It contains seven distinct types of magnesium. And in addition to supporting your nervous system, helping you get a restful night's sleep, there is an abundance of literature out there that magnesium supplementation, especially in women who are at high risk of developing hypertensive disorders like preeclampsia, that supplementing adequately with magnesium decreases the likelihood of you developing preeclampsia. And this actually shouldn't be a surprise if you know anything about preeclampsia, because if you end up with severe preeclampsia, you oftentimes will be infused with magnesium sulfate through an IV, which raises your seizure threshold. It does have some tonification or lack thereof of the blood vessels, so it can actually decrease your blood pressure a tiny bit, although we don't use it for that purpose. It also can squander your labor contractions. So it's a potent medicine in the blood, but if you are adequately repleted with magnesium before, during, and after pregnancy, you have a less likely chance of ending up in that scenario. You probably know by now that for me, autonomy in birth comes first and foremost, but I can't do everything for you. If you have the means to take care of yourself from a lifestyle standpoint, and you can afford to spend a little bit of money on supplements versus that extra tall latte frappuccino or whatever every single day at Starbucks. This is an important part of a lifestyle in which you don't develop pregnancy complications that strip away your autonomy as to how you want to have your baby, where you want to have your baby, etc. So whatever you can do to reduce the likelihood of developing a pregnancy complication that's going to lead to induction, lead to C-section, lead to a hospital birth when you desire a home birth, this is where it's at. So if you want to try magnesium, if you're anticipating pregnancy, or even if you're just struggling with sleep, go to bioptimizers.com slash holistic OBGYN and you will save 10% on their magnesium breakthrough. And while you're there, get some blood sugar breakthrough, get their Genius. They've got so many incredible products. And by the way, they also make their new sleep breakthrough, which is just phenomenal. 
two to four scoops. You could even go down to one scoop. I'm pretty sensitive to this stuff and contains amino acids and GABA and whatnot. They have an incredible product lineup, very, very much in alignment with my practice. Go and check them out. Support our sponsors so they can keep supporting the show. All right, let's get back to my conversation now with Ayla Barmer of Fullwell Fertility. So anyways, what I was getting to is we want to try to clarify what the body's working with. You know, we have to get all the bad stuff out. We have to harmonize all of these energetic bodies. And then we need to really start repleting the body with the nutrition that has been sorely lacking. And so I always tell people I've got five multivitamins I get them on. Organ meats, shellfish, particularly the bivalves like mussels and oysters, a fermented cod liver oil, or a really fresh fatty fish, which is hard to find most of the time, bone broth, and then eggs. And when you look at the nutrients of that, especially oysters and mussels, you've got so many micronutrients that are required for healthy sperm development. You mentioned the word morphology. When we were going through our fertility journey before we got pregnant with our first, which I didn't realize that we just needed to like wait a little extra. I thought you like have sex and a baby happens, literally. I mean, I was shocked that we didn't get pregnant after like six cycles, but I started taking some supplements and started researching this a little bit. Started, I lost my underwear. I stopped using bike shorts and I started eating organ meats and oysters. And when you look into really what's contained in some of these whole foods, that was probably the answer to what I needed. But had I had a multivitamin, I wouldn't have gone to the store and bought specific supplements. I would have just taken a men's virility vitamin. So again, this is not the answer to an unhealthy lifestyle, but can you clarify a little bit about what you put into this product so that people don't feel lost and they're going to CVS and just buying every supplement on the shelf? Yes. So I'm so glad you mentioned shellfish. I mean, just to touch on, it's sort of the food versus supplement thing. And again, ideally, they're going to just work synergistically together. You know, in shellfish, you find a ton of zinc and selenium. And, you know, zinc is fantastic for helping support sperm health. Selenium acts almost like an antioxidant. It really turns on like a fire hose of antioxidants in the body. And so that's really protective for sperm too. So shellfish are uniquely high in sperm supporting nutrients and it's fantastic. What I found, and I really came at the formulation of the products as a practitioner first. And I know that my clients in practice, even with the very best intentions, and even when we've really fine-tuned their diet, there is just the reality that you're not necessarily getting in shellfish as often as you want to, right? Or liver as often as you want to, you know? And so we would work those things into diets in a reasonable way that didn't feel like, you know, that also felt palatable and that you liked, you know, too. Yeah, totally. And so that's where I found, okay, I think a supplement also will help fill the gaps. And so that's where totally Vitality and Virility, our men's prenatal came in. And it does have a lot of those nutrients that you're going to find naturally in things like organ meats and shellfish. So there's a lot of zinc. There's a lot of selenium. There's a lot of antioxidants as a whole. There's B vitamins, you know, potent and B vitamins, vitamin A. So a lot of what it is is filling in the gap of what you might not be able to get as consistently as you'd like in diet. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The only other thing I've added to my lifestyle because we both have young kids. My kids are going through all these little fever periods and they're waking up in the middle of the night and they're regressing and then they're jumping ahead and it's hard to be a parent. And so my adrenals, I know, are on the fatigue side right now. Have you tried Organifi's products? 
I have. Yeah, I actually just recently tried them. They're great. Yeah, they're really good. And so you got like their green juice and their red juice and then their gold. And like between the turmeric and the functional mushrooms and the spirulina and chlorella and beets and all of this stuff, that's another way for people to do this, even if you have a really healthy, let's say you're doing your best, but you've got a really, really busy lifestyle. You can do all of these things, but it wouldn't hurt to just provide like a little bit of extra insurance through a vitamin, especially if you want to save yourself a twelve dollars to $15,000 IVF bill. Like we can probably get most couples pregnant. I say infertility is a myth. And I say that tongue in cheek because it doesn't really feel good to hear that. But if we use that term, I love the way what you said. Did you call it subfertility? Subfertility, yep. <laughs> I think that's a great term because it's like, hey, you're not sterile. It's not impossible. But we can probably turn some other stones over, get your nutrition, your sleep, your movement, those types of things dialed in. And I would say probably 50% of the people that think they're completely infertile just needed you know, some fine tuning of the dials. So I do think that that's a nice, easy kind of bypass after you've knocked out some of these basic lifestyle recommendations. I was just going to say, I mean, the way that I think about nutrition and lifestyle for fertility versus conventional fertility treatments, you also agree it's not a this or that. And, you know, I hope that there can be a bridge between the two because ideally we do everything we can with targeted nutrition and lifestyle. And we may help you completely avoid the financial, physical, emotional expense of fertility treatments, which are brutal on the body and really difficult to go through in a lot of ways. But if you do wind up there and you do need them, we've got that modern medicine that can be effective and what you've done has only increased, you know, your chances of success with that, through that, all of that investment. And it also, I think most importantly, sets you up for a healthier pregnancy and healthier baby. Because remember that if you're going into fertility treatments like IVF with some underlying issues and that are preventing you from getting pregnant naturally, you're also going into pregnancy, you know, with those things, right? So absolutely. Yeah. And you could be really sacrificing the health of the pregnancy. So it's worth it on all accounts to really focus on that preconception period and try to dial in your nutrition and lifestyle. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if the REs, the reproductive endocrinologists, are necessarily providing some insight into this IVF, IUI, the assisted reproductive technologies that are most common in the United States, being independent risk factors for nearly every pregnancy complication. It's not just those technologies, although those may actually have a role themselves. I would say it's probably because we haven't looked upstream to figure out what is it that's actually leading to your fertility challenges. Could we dial those in and actually give you an easier pregnancy and perhaps even a completely autonomous birth as well without you know, preterm induction or maybe an unnecessary C-section, et cetera. So I think that this is a very, very important point to emphasize just because I don't think it's really talked a lot about in the medical community. I completely agree. And that's absolutely what I've seen, you know, in practice with my clients that a lot of what we talk about winds up being really, really novel and they've never been introduced to it. And to me, it's just, gosh, it's such a disservice. We're all work together so much better to really help people ultimately get, it's like not just that positive pregnancy test, right? right? I mean, what we want is healthy families, healthy communities. And what we're doing now and what we do, you know, throughout pregnancy, I mean, it's also affecting our grandchildren's fertility, you know? And so there's a huge aspect of this that is out of our control and that what our grandparents did is affecting our fertility now. Although I would argue one of the things that we're still benefiting from is how a lot of our grandparents' generations were eating a ton of organ meats and really nutrient-dense whole foods and things like that. 
So I think if we can start thinking about it like this is it's overwhelming. And I do want to acknowledge that. I think it can be overwhelming. And I'm a parent, you know, I've gone through it and I've been so deep in the research. And trust me, I was not perfect, you know, preconception through my pregnancies. I did the best I could, and that's all we can do. But I do think it's important to keep in mind that this is so much bigger, you know, it's so much bigger than just, again, the positive pregnancy test. It's really about the health of our families through generations. Yeah. Can you talk maybe just a, for a minute or two again about, you were kind of leaning into the epigenetic space there a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about that, about passing down some of these, I don't even want to call them disorders, because that's not really what it is. But so let's talk a little bit about genetic imprinting, you know, just for a, let's just riff on that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this is the crux of fertility, you know, and the way in which it is in a lot of ways that the ultimate preventative medicine, you know, what we do, what our lifestyle, our diet environment looks like preconception, all of that signals via epigenetics to the developing embryo, to the developing baby, what they need, how they should develop, you know, and this is just evolution. This is really our biology, right? Totally how nature works. And so what we found, I mean, some of the most stunning examples to me that I've seen in the research now, just to kind of drive this home are one thing that really blew my mind when I came across it was that men's preconception health. So what men are doing in the preconception period actually affects the development of the placenta more than what even women are doing, which is just wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. So via epigenetics and that signaling, men's sperm and overall semen quality is really affecting the health and development of the placenta. And we know, you know, the placenta is an organ that women grow entirely new during pregnancy and nourishes baby. And it's critical. And the health of it is tied to a lot of pregnancy complications like preeclampsia, preterm birth, right? And so this is one of the ways in which men really influence via epigenetics in a lot of ways, the health of the pregnancy and health of baby. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Even in college, I remember driving home from my mom. I used to work like as the clerk, like a clerk. I would sort mail and this and that. I was just in college. I was trying to make some extra money. This was way before med school and everything. And I remember her being on the phone with a family member and that family member saying over the speakerphone, you know, well, you know, Joanne, this runs in the family. And I remember hearing that and it stuck with me. I even remember the light we were sitting at, at, you know, on the way home. And I remember this epigenetics conversation coming up well before, it was probably in my like biology 101 or biochemistry courses when I was in college, pre-med. And I remember thinking like, what is this whole runs in the family thing? And it occurred to me like from what I was learning, it was like, oh, you have this predetermined sort of fatalistic path based on what your chromosomes tell you. So I didn't really know about the epigenetic stuff. But then when I was in med school, I still kind of believe like, hey, your genes dictate what happens. We just have to optimize it. Well, that conversation around optimizing actually led me down a path of understanding the epigenetics. And what I tell people is, yes, you do have a propensity for developing X, Y, and Z. However, just like if your dad was in a, you know, his father was really a mean, angry guy that hit his kids, and then he was a mean, angry guy that hit you, you have the moment, the opportunity right now to say, yes, I have the proclivity or the tendency to do what was modeled for me. And I can decide right now that I'm going to do things a little bit differently. And that will actually have a ripple effect down the line for multiple generations. The same goes for your genes. Your genes are like a factory floor assembly, the greatest 3D printing factory ever. You just have to tell the workers exactly what they're going to make. 
given these resources versus the junky materials that they've been building with before. And that will turn some genes on, turn some genes off. We won't get too much into the genetics of stop and lack operons and all this other stuff, you know, back from med school. But the point being that what you provide to those factory floor workers, your genes, is what you're going to get in the end. And yes, you have developed the tendency to produce this product, but if you gave a little different instructions, you could actually get a different outcome. And that's really where the epigenetics conversation comes in. And it bears repeating. People generally know this by now, but you, the individual Nathan, part of me was in my mother's ovaries while my mother was inside my grandma's uterus, meaning we have three generations concealed or comprising this single pregnancy. And so what you're eating in pregnancy is impacting the fetus and what's growing inside of the fetus, which is her 6 million oocytes by roughly 20 weeks or so. So this is important stuff. This is really, really important stuff. This isn't just, hey, we want to avoid a neural tube defect. This is generationally optimizing nutrition to the best of your resources is definitely going to pay off down the line. Yeah, I love the way that you described that. That was beautiful. I do. I imagine in my mind, there's all these little switches, you know, and they can be flipped on and off. And, you know, and that's kind of how I think about it, epigenetics in my brain and what we do, what's in our control and what's not in our control will affect whether or not those little switches flip on and off. Um, You know, and I know we talked about folate. That's so important. Choline it plays such a critical role as well as B12 in some of the flipping on and off of these switches because of its role in methylation very early in a pregnancy. And choline is something that 90 to 95% of women are not even meeting just the bare minimum of preconception. So we're really all needing more choline. And so that's one where I make a really strong case for supplementation on top of a strategic diet too. Is that also the reason that you have to take eight capsules? Is choline a really, really big molecule? It is. And I tried, you know, every way that I could to try to keep the capsule serving it down. It's the number one biggest complaint. And I knew it would be of the product. In fact, when I launched this product, everyone was like, there is no way, Ayla, that anybody is going to take, you know, eight capsules a day in this product. But for me, I went at this, okay, like, how do we make sure we've got in this product exactly what you need to be supplementing with? And the reality is some of the things that we need the most in a supplement, in addition to diet, are some of these big bulky nutrients like choline. So choline, magnesium, and calcium, those are some really large nutrients that I think we do need more of based on the evidence in supplement form. And so they really do drive the capsule size up. But most people find it's not that difficult when they get into a routine. You know, you do four with breakfast, four with lunch, or even break it up a little further and, you know, you're good. (laughs) Yeah, the only people I think that will continue to have problems, but they're going to have problems across the board, are people who have severe nausea and vomiting in pregnancy, especially if they've been diagnosed with something called hyperemesis gravidarum almost nothing will go down and nothing will be absorbed because your intestinal tract is just so messed up. If you're vomiting it up, if you have too much or too little stomach acid, there's almost no way to fix that. And so if you're experiencing that and you're listening to this and you're like, baloney, maybe we can next time around reach out to one of us. We can get you on some supplementation beforehand in case you get hyperemesis in the meantime. I will say that if you were taking the right prenatal vitamin, loads of B6, for example, the likelihood of developing hyperemesis is actually quite, it's lower. I'm not going to say it nullifies it altogether, but women that I get on around 50 milligrams of pyridoxine, also known as B6, 
at least 90 days, 120 days ideally before they get pregnant, they actually have lesser nausea than they did in their previous pregnancy. It's an, a sample size of maybe 10 or 20, but it does seem to do the trick. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. I shouldn't nonchalantly say no big deal, eight capsules. I've been pregnant before. I know how intense <laughs> that first trimester nausea is. What I say to my clients, and we now say this to, you know, to full well customers too, is this is why if you can back it up and, you know, get on a prenatal multivitamin and focus on your nutrition preconception for as long as possible. It's going to help you build up your stores to carry you through some of that first trimester nausea where you simply cannot take the full dose. And that's okay. You know, there is going to be times where you can't do that and you will be okay, especially if you have taken it preconception and kind of built up your stores and your reserves. And then, you know, you do the best that you can, but I can guarantee that if you're on a one a day, even a two or a three a day, there's no way you might be getting in enough of the tiny little B vitamins that they'll throw in there. I mean, definitely check the forms of those nutrients because they will go with the cheaper ones whenever possible, whenever not scrutinized, right? But you're not going to be getting those bulky nutrients. There's just simply no way to fit it in there. We also do include a little bit of betaine HCL, which helps with the digestion and tolerance. And some of the forms of the nutrients, like even the magnesium we use is magnesium glycinate, not magnesium oxide. So much easier on the stomach, easier to tolerate. So it might be a lot of capsules, but overall easier to tolerate than a lot of other options. Yeah. Well, something you just mentioned magnesium and something it sparked something for me. Have you read Sarah Thompson's book, Functional Maternity? I have not read that one yet. Okay. I'll send you a copy. I've got an extra copy. Just we'll connect afterwards. But she had this little vignette about magnesium infertility. And she had reminded me of something that I hadn't learned since like med school. I had completely forgotten. But magnesium in concert with zinc and some other cofactors is important for when the sperm and the egg actually make contact. There's this electrical explosion which if you remember from chemistry class, like, you know, you're the crazy professor lights magnesium. It is like a flashbang. It's a primary ingredient, I think, in fireworks and whatnot. So there's actually this little explosion that happens, which is a part of the engulfing of the sperm by the egg, which also, you know, blocks off the entry from any other sperm. And if you don't have sufficient zinc, magnesium, selenium, et cetera, all the stuff in not only nature's multivitamins that I mentioned, but in your vitamins, it actually enables that to happen. And I always wonder about the chemical pregnancies or blighted ovums. I wonder if, yes, they met, but it was an incomplete fusion of the two. Mm -hmm. And there's an Mm -hmm. implantation, but there's no embryo that develops. And I wonder if it's something to do with magnesium, zinc, selenium, et cetera. I don't think we may ever know, but it is something to remember that all of these nutrients play a role from the moment your egg or sperm are being developed into the release, into their meeting their forming, implantation, and everything that comes after. These are really, really critical nutrients. They are. I mean, fertility is just such a nutrient-intensive process. It's hard <laughs> Pregnancy <work>. is as <laughs> well, but right down to, I mean, as you would imagine, it would be, right? It just requires a lot of resources. So it's a time where we just got to focus on getting as much good nourishment in as we possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that as well, if you imagine that your body has all these incredible, important processes due to to keep you alive, whatever's left over is what goes towards reproduction. We think that that must be critical from the lens of Darwin and whatnot, but we oftentimes are living in a state of stress, which tells our body, hey, it's not time to reproduce. We're being chased. We're in fast. We're in famine, whatever. So it's going to put all those resources towards keeping you alive, like you had mentioned this before. So if you were to have an abundance of all these nutrients, it's possible that your body's like, no, 
we're in a relative state of abundance here. Let's maybe start having some babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how I think about it. It's like, do we have enough resources to go around or are we prioritizing here? And if you're prioritizing, it's again, your body doing exactly what it's designed to do. Yeah, absolutely. I know that we're running short on time, but I do really quickly want to talk about the nervous system. We've got two more products of yours that we can go as brief as you need to. You make a fish oil, which is your newest product, and you have your Nourish Nerves Tonic, which I am running out, so I'm going to need to get more. But both of these are relevant to the nervous system for different reasons. But fish oil in particular, it helps with cell membrane stability and fluidity. It helps with so many different things. Maybe it's not appropriate that I'm introducing these together, but which one do you want to talk about first? Or maybe you can just riff on both of these briefly so that people know what they're going to see on the website. Yeah. You know, my goal with the fish oil was we know essential fatty acids are absolutely critical for overall health in so many ways, definitely fertility, pregnancy, for normal cognitive development, for overall sperm health. I mean, egg quality, you name it. It's, you know, essential fatty acids are exactly what they sound like. They are essential. We need to get them from our diet. Most people are simply not consuming enough. We have a great imbalance in fatty acids in our diet. And so supplementation makes a lot of sense. My goal with introducing a fish oil to a market where there's a lot of fish oil options was to, again, get behind the scenes and do the type of testing that I wanted to see done on fish oil because there's a huge issue with contaminants in the seafood industry and in fish oil supplements. So we test for heavy metals, as you would expect, of course, that needs to pass the absolute strictest standards. And then we also test for things like PCBs and dioxins and other contaminants that I just wanted to know were not in this. This is a really safe way to get the essential fatty acids that your body really needs. Now, nourish nerves. I'm also an herbalist. That is a huge what can part of my do? life. <laughs> What's that? I said, what can't you do? It feels like you have like <laughs> as many pieces of paper on your wall as I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it could be a problem sometimes, honestly. Addicted to learning. <laughs> I've got a lot of my little herbal workshop, actually. I just moved my office home and I've got that within reach, which is fantastic. But Nourish Nerves, I developed because, as you know, you know, women are told there is nothing that is safe to take, basically, to support your stress and sleep during pregnancy. And the reality is that's not true. There are herbs that are safe, that are beneficial, that can help nourish your nervous system. That's where the name really comes from. During a time where your nervous system is under the most pressure it's ever been. Yeah. And so what I did with Nourish Nerves was just design a very, very gentle, easy to tolerate, you know, Nervine product that just nourishes the nerves, you know, and really helps as you take it. I mean, it can acutely help, you know, if you take, you know, a few droppers full, you can even take, honestly, it's so safe. Half the bottle or more would not be a problem with that product, but take a few droppers full in a little bit of water in your tea that can help you kind of relax into sleep. Or if you wake up, especially if you're breastfeeding. So it's also safe for breastfeeding, you know, at night, it also could be taken throughout the day as just a way to kind of help your body just kind of get into that parasympathetic response. It's not really sedating so much as just, again, nourishing a normal, healthy nervous system response. Yeah, I would love to have another conversation with you about herbalism because what you'll notice in any good herbal product is not that it's like, it has chamomile. It has chamomile 
and it's the flower of the chamomile. So if you use the root, the stem, the leaves, or the flower, the aerial parts, you know, there's all these different terms, you're going to get a slightly different response in either the nerve sensing system, the metabolic limb system, or the flow system in the body, which is actually, I'm borrowing language now from anthroposophy, because I'm that's my like third board certification is anthroposophic medicine. But there's a lot of herbal remedies that don't really take into account that the different parts of the plant are actually helpful in different parts of the nervous system, for example. So I love that you included that. I'm glad you made that point though, because gosh, that is so critical. You know, you can't just simply say chamomile or even nettle or, you know, without qualifying what part of the plant it is, because there can be very different actions depending on that. You know, all of our products, like including that one, just, you know, I formulate them, but I get them really peer reviewed too. So I make sure that there's other eyes on these, that they've gone through extensive testing and research and development, that I've done the literature reviews, that I've talked to other experts, you know, I've checked myself, you know, on these things. And I feel very confident. I'm really, really dogmatic, really quite nuts about quality and safety. And that's something I just want to really drive home to. Well, Ailey, I appreciate the, dare I say, the intensity you bring to how you show up in the world and how you want your products to be received and the results and the outcomes and whatnot that people use. You invited me a while back to be on your advisory committee, and I wouldn't have accepted a position like that had you not been so dedicated to quality. Like quantity is just, we're rife with quantity. I want to align myself with brands that are especially, they have a critical lens for exactly what it is that they're giving somebody. And I think that that's really responsible nowadays. So I wanted to honor that and acknowledge that in you. And to thank you as well for supporting the podcast, because I've had a lot of brands reach out that want to be sponsors and for me to be talking you know, proudly about them. But I've had to turn a lot away. And the reason that I feel so blessed to have you sort of on my team is that the work and the intensity that you put into these products is really, I think, sorely needed in the healthcare space. And so when you and I started tossing around some ideas, I was like, it's a hell yes for me because I just love what you've done. I love you have this humility about you as well, where you always want to sort of improve it and you want to just make it better and better. So thank you for being a little light, I think, let's say a signal in the midst of a lot of noise. I really, really appreciate you and what you've done here and just onward. I'm just so happy about our collaboration efforts. Oh, well, thank you. The feeling is mutual and I really appreciate that and the support. Very happy to support the Holistic OGN podcast, you know, through Full Well. That feels great, you know, for us too. And I think what you're doing and really staying true to what you believe in and putting out there into the world, it's not easy. You and I were talking a little before we got on about (laughs) how challenging that can be, uh, especially in the world of social media, you know, and it's tough work, but needed. And yeah, just appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I know you probably have plenty of quality control, some things to do today. So I'll let you go. Thank you for being so gracious with your time. For those of you listening, you can go to fullwellfertility.com and use code BELOVED10 to save 10% on any of their products. If you're thinking about getting pregnant, start taking these vitamins now for all the reasons we described. Even if you just start taking the men's and the women's prenatals. The men's is called Vitality and Virility. And then the prenatal vitamin for women is the one where you're taking a number of capsules, but this is a great way to ensure that you're going to have the optimal fertility and pregnancy outcomes. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to Ayla. Ayla, what is your handle on Instagram? 
So the place where you'll get the most info is at Fullwell Fertility. I'm Ayla Barmer underscore RD, you know, and I post some stories there, but yeah, you'll see us on Instagram, Fullwell Fertility, and also TikTok. We're trying over there. <laughs> Fullwell Fertility. <laughs> Yes, because you're not a 21 to 24 year old young girl, it doesn't come natural to you. And it certainly doesn't come natural to me. TikTok is a world of pain for me at times. But guys, go check out Ayla's work. Ayla, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Ayla, thank you so much for always being so gracious with your time. If you guys want to try any of Ayla's product lineup at Fullwell Fertility. Go to that website, use code BELOVED10, you'll save 10%. For those of you who sign up for my PRP Fertility Program, you get the entire product lineup included in your box of goodies, which is a massive box of goodies. If you want more information about the fertility program, you can go to BelovedHolistics.com. Remember, nothing on this podcast is medical advice. If you want advice, you can hire me, bring me on your care team, go to Beloved Holistics, click work with me, The rest is pretty self-explanatory. And if you want to show some love for the podcast, share this episode. Share with anybody out there who's thoughtful about fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum. I mean, this is really what Ayla and I have dedicated our entire lives to. I mean, this is really where it's at. If something touches you through the podcast, share with your friends. That is such a great way to support the show. And if you haven't left a five-star review, believe it or not, that is really one of the only things that matters in the interweb space. Go to your supercomputer in your pocket. By the way, if you're carrying your phone in your pocket and you're worried about fertility, at least have it on airplane mode, but try to not have it on your body, especially next to your gonads. Not a good thing for those developing spermies and oocytes inside your ovaries. But go there, go to Apple, Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. It really means the world to me and my team here. Likewise with Spotify, leave us a review. It really, really helps other people learn about the only OBGYN podcast that matters, in my opinion. (laughs) Of course, I'm a little bit biased, but I think one of the big takeaways from this interview and my interactions with Ayla is that she's very thoughtful, she's very curious, and she's very humble about what we do and don't know. And so as information is evolving, Fullwell is taking that information. I'm on their advisory committee and we're incorporating it into these formulas to improve them, to make them better, and not just to skimp costs. Like That is not the bottom line. That's why these vitamins are a little bit more expensive, although they're not even as expensive as some of the really bad ones out there that people are overpaying for. It's a matter of integrity. It's a matter of putting the best products possible into the bodies, the temples of the women who are growing the next generation of our species. I just love that about this. And as this podcast grows and as more information becomes available, likewise, I I like to think that I'm, (laughs) my ego was blown away years ago. As more information becomes available, we incorporate that in and we say, hey, actually, this is what we used to think. And now here's what we're thinking now. And with the support of the sponsors of the show, I know that the owners of each of these programs, they're constantly trying to reevaluate their formulas in order to provide the greatest good in the world. So check out Fullwell, BirthFit, their B community is amazing. Lindsay Matthews Kentu is going to be coming on the show. She's the owner of BirthFit. She's an incredible woman herself. Immune Intel AHCC made by my friends Mimi Linquist and Chase Ramey. Go to themedicine.com slash products and medicine is without the E at the end. And you can save 10% on Immune Intel HCC, Organifi, my man Drew Canoli and his team have an incredible lineup there. 
I just had a night shift labor and delivery nurse reach out and say, how can I use these products? And I told her the same way, take your green juice when you wake up. For her, that's in the evening. Your red juice in the middle of your shift, that's going to be middle of the night. And then your gold latte right before you go to bed, which is the morning, but it's her nighttime. So if, especially if you're working night shift, these tools are so great. Your baby's going to be fine, but those are going to be taking resources from your nervous system, from your tissues, from your bloodstream in order to optimize their health at your expense. So optimizing your nutrition, especially if you're on night float, Organifly's got the whole works there. And last but not least, by optimizers. If you want to know anything about these sponsors, go to the show notes at belovedholistics.com. You'll see a big purple button in the top right corner podcast. You'll get all the show notes, learn more about our guests and uh, learn way more about the sponsors um, and have some direct links to their shops so you can save some money on some of the best brands around. I'm Nathan Riley. I'm your host. Again, if you want to work with me, go to belovedholistics.com. If you want to sign up for my PRP fertility program, we're still enrolling. We've got a couple spots left. That is an, an extraordinary opportunity to take your fertility into your own hands, lay down the healthiest soil possible so you can either conceive naturally. It's a 60-day program. You might even conceive during the 60 days. That would be incredible. But you're also going to be learning a lot of tools and dialing in your lifestyle so that if you don't get pregnant immediately, you will in the next you know couple months. And if you ultimately end up going the IUI or IVF route, that's okay. There's no shame in that. You've now maximized your chances of that twelve dollars to $15,000 investment going towards, you know, actually creating this baby that you've been so desiring as opposed to not dialing in your lifestyle and your environment and going in and then having to splurge a second or a third time on IVF if it doesn't work the first time. So we're trying to optimize, fine tune everything so that you have the easiest, breeziest experience possible. And Keep your ears peeled. I've got a big course coming out. Born Free Method with Sarah Rosser is going to be coming out in a couple months. <laughs> it's going to knock your socks off. It is not a childbirth education course. It is that and a thousand times more. It is really going to be incredible. So stay tuned for that. I'll be definitely giving you more information on that as it becomes available. And if you are interested in learning some additional skills, if you're a birth attendant in twins or breach, I'm bringing in a handful of the best teachers in these two sacred arts, Mila Chavira, Betty Ann Davis, Rick Safries, David Hayes, Christine Laria. They're all going to be in the same room together. I'm missing somebody there. Oh, Stu Fishbein. How could I forget Stu? They're all going to be in the same workshop from August 10th through the 13th in Louisville, Kentucky in 2023. So if you're interested in partaking in that, and you want to put a down payment on before we even open registration, I will save a spot. We're going to have limited spots for this because I want it to be a very concentrated, very hands-on focused experience. If you're in my collaborator program, there's some uh, discounts available to you. Let's just say that. So reach out to me. If you're not in my collaborator program and you're a midwife, a childbirth educator, whoever, you want an MD consultant on your team, you can find that at belovedholistics.com as well. My next guest coming up next week on the 18th of January is Brooke Schmo. Brooke took an old school bus, renovated it into a mobile clinic that services the Orlando Kissimmee St. Cloud region of Florida. And she is an extraordinary human. I can't wait for you to hear from her. I won't even say much more than that, but she does all of the stuff that a midwife does out of a renovated school bus. And her clinical space is nicer than most clinics I've ever actually stepped foot in. So that will be airing one week from today on the 18th. 
That's Brooke Schmo. I'm right back here on the Holistic OBGYN podcast. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.